Welcome to Energy Matters, where we explore alternative health in the Pioneer Valley. I'm your host, Caroline Rutterman, and I'm a Reiki professional and intuitive in Northampton, Massachusetts. For the past nine years, I've been teaching people how to use their intuition and helping them reduce stress and anxiety. Together, we'll talk with other practitioners and learn how they bring health and healing to the Pioneer Valley. Let's do this. Hey, welcome, welcome everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman, and we have a great show for you today. We are here chatting with Candace Haza, um, who is a spiritual strategist, a business intuitive, and she really helps entrepreneurs kind of get aligned and really live their purpose so they can have their dreams come true in, in easier ways. So welcome, Candace. Hey, Hey. nice to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, of course. I I love kind of all things woo. And I love on (laughs) like even the programs are like that you run are like called like woo, like totally Totally woo. woo. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, she's my kind of people. (laughs) So um, so Candace, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do. Hi, everybody. So it's so nice to meet you all. Who I am is, my name is Candy Haza, and did you know that your business has a voice? So those of you that have a business, it has its own energy field. And what I simply do is a Google search for your soul. (laughs) And I'm the voice of Siri. So in a nutshell, honestly, that's what I do. And I tap into the Akashic Records, which is basically an infinite space of wisdom and truth. It's an energy field that's connected to divine source. And the thing I love most about it for business owners, it's a space of infinite possibility. So incorporating the woo (laughs) with business was a strategy that kind of birthed itself. And when did you really start like first embracing your intuition? What was what was that like? Were you kind of born early with this? Did it emerge later in life? Like, how did I'm always curious about the sort of journey Mm -hmm. that people, you know, how they really fold their their intuition into their professional lives. So when I was a little girl, uh, I'm writing a book right now, and I was literally just reading the first chapter, and I forgot I had it in there. When I was four years old, I tell the story about when I was four years old, and I went to a bridal shower or baby shower. And, you know, back in the day, um, you had to sit there and be a good little girl and be quiet. So I was sitting there and, you know, I was tired and I was probably getting cranky. And so I decided, I said to my mom, why does she have a bump in her belly? And she goes, there's a baby in there. So (laughs) I decided to go play with the baby because I was an only child. and, And so I went in and just played with the baby's energy field. So when the whole shower was done, I walked up and I said, can I touch your baby? And she said, well, of course. Now, this is back in the 60s. You didn't have sonograms back then. So I looked at her and I said, oh, I love playing with your little girl and she's going to come tomorrow. So can I come and play? Oh my gosh. And she looked at me and that's my first hairy eyeball moment. (laughs) And the next day I was playing with my Ken and Barbie in my lime green living room. And my mom had a pink phone with a 36 foot cord and the phone rang and she says, oh my goodness, congratulations already so soon. Candy said, what? And she turned around and looked at me. And that was my second hairy eyeball. And it was my last hairy eyeball. I made a decision. I wanted to be a good little girl. So I didn't do that again. 
And then when my, um, I was 36 years old or 35 years old and my mom was passing away and I was, I was having, had an injury on my foot and I couldn't walk very well. And so I got stuck at home instead of working one day. I worked at a university for 30 years and there were these people talking about how everybody can talk to angels and guides. And so 30 years ago, I started connecting with angels and guides, but it was a big secret. <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, and so what was the kind of turning point when you, when you said like, okay, I'm going to start revealing this side of me? So my guide started to say about eight years ago, we need you. We need you in this world. And I said, I just, mm -mm. you know, I live in a conservative area. So I ended up with cancer and that cancer was my greatest gift because that was the time where I had to make a decision if I was going to burn myself out in this world or use my gift. And so that's where I, I started my business. So I was reading the Akashic Records for about eight years by then. And that's what they were asking me to step into. And why I didn't want to be a reader is I felt it was disempowering. Like I didn't want people wagging their tails coming to the Wizard of Oz. I wanted them to use their Dorothy slippers. And so I was having a, a value issue inside of myself until I realized that the Akashic Records have a healing component. And if I can help people heal and expand and learn to their intuition, that is empowerment. And that's when my journey changed. I left the university and stepped into this business. That's really, that feels really, I mean, it feels like the way you describe it, it just feels like such a natural uh, extension of like your own development. It's who we are. We are intuitive beings and creatures. And, you know, leaving our superpower out of the mix of anything, be it business or life or relationships, doesn't really make logical sense. And it doesn't really feel right in my body anymore. It's like, this is who we are. So why not step into it? Now, how, how did you find that business owners were like, the people that you felt like you could help the most like because I've, I've listened to your podcast it's so sweet and like really informative and you know I feel like you could open up to a range of different people and like situations what was it about working with business owners that felt like ooh, like the, the, the juicy stuff in there well I didn't want to work with business owners oh okay <laughs> I didn't. No, no, but so, I mean, I, I'm just being really authentic. I thought I was going to be a relationship coach and I thought I was going to help women that were going through a divorce. But guess who kept coming back to me? Business owners. Yeah. Our, the entrepreneurs are like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and you know why I think that they did is, is I didn't realize the power of being able to answer the 35,000 decisions that we have to make every day. That's a real statistic. Look it up. It's everywhere. We make 35,000 decisions a day. And once you build a business, you have a heck of a lot to lose if you're not in flow, if you're stuck. And so business owners will come to me with a multitude of questions. And um, basically, I'm channeling and I'm saying go left and go right. And I, I'm very distinct. I, I don't say, oh, what's your life purpose? That's not who I'm about. If you want to buy a building in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and you want to know if it's profitable and if it's the right location, that's what you ask me. And I'll say yes or no and why. 
so that you can make your own informed decisions. And so that's who ended up coming to me and, you know, was willing to, to have a reading that seemed to make sense. Absolutely. And, you know, for our guests who are, you know, just listening now in, in about, you know, five or 10 minutes, we're going to be do actually doing a live reading. So, um, so stay tuned. We've got a little bit of that. You'll get to actually like watch the process unfold and kind of, you know, witness, um, how, how the process works. Cause I think that it's, um, it's one thing to kind of hear you talk about it as just, you know, like a verbal experience, but it's really, um, you know, you're, you're sinking in sort of into, would you call it like an altered state when you, when you check in with the Akashic records, like what, what are the Akashic records? How would, how would you describe that? So the Akashic records, and if you ever want to know about it to go online, um, Deepak Chopra is a big believer in the Akashic records. He reads his own Akashic records. The Akashic records is an energy field connected to divine source. It's an infinite space of wisdom, truth, and most especially love. The thing I like about it for business, it's also a space of infinite possibility. So it's just who we are as an energy field. And usually I go into an altered state when I channel, if you come back to me and say, remember what you told me about X? I don't. I'm like, nope, <laughs> don't know. Now, if you start talking about it, my memory will kick in, but I've asked my guides to hold that private. So when clients come to me, they can tell me anything. I could look them right in the face the next day on the street, and I really don't know what they told me, which is good for them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I share a little bit of that sentiment with, um, especially with my Reiki practice. And it's like, I tell people, I'm like, I probably won't remember some of the stuff that came through. And, you know, I allow them to like, it's don't don't worry about me holding you accountable. Like I I'm a clean slate pretty much every single time you talk to me. And so this is same same way you describe it. It's like when you're when you start refreshing what we're working on, I'm like, I'm with you again. But um, yeah, for me, I'm just like, if you didn't do your like assigned homework, I, I don't even remember assigning it. So it's, <laughs> it's fine. You do you. It's, it's your path 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's really clear, Candy, that, um, and if you're just tuning in, um, you're listening to Energy Matters and we're here with Candace Haza. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so clear that you love your work and that it really, you know, brings you a lot of vitality. You know, where, where's the joy for you? Like, where are the little joy points? How do you, how do you tap into that stuff? Every minute is joy. When I'm doing a reading, I'm literally in a state of bliss. Like if one day I caught myself, you know, we're on Zoom right now and we're on a radio station. So I can see everybody here. But I caught myself. I went to hit Zoom and to click my client in and I was bouncing and smiling. And I thought, well, isn't that nice? Like <laughs> you really like your job, girlfriend, and it was me. You know, and it just um connecting with the pureness of people. There's so much love. Love is the biggest energy power that there is. And that's what I'm connecting with. So I also feel very intimate connection. And I like that. I like to feel intimate with people. Like, you know, back in the day, my one girlfriend used to do readings for me and she was from Israel. And I used to always say, I'd like to have a cigarette when I'm done. And I don't smoke. I'm just being facetious. But that's the type of intimacy you feel like you've completely had an intimate relationship with somebody because that's the space that you're touching the space of the heart and i love heart connection so it's a winner winner chicken dinner for me this, this <laughs> work, i love it and i i'm so happy and the people are usually happy when they're 
when they're completed, I usually try my best to leave them in a state of joy and bliss as well. Mm, that's right. That's right. Um, and uh, we are about to do a live reading. So you guys really get a chance to feel for, um, you know, the, the process and, and what every session, every session is going to obviously look a little different because of questions and the person. Um, but today we're going to um, to practice on, um, on a friend of mine, Ashley. And uh, so we can... I'll have you guys both uh, unmute yourselves and we can have a little rendezvous on the radio. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, so, uh, so, Candace, take it away. Take it away. All right. Ashley, do I have... So the first thing when I do, when I open the Akashic Records, is you don't want an intuitive thinking they're going to peek behind your shower curtain, right? <laughs> so when people... I'm at a party, people are looking at me. I know she knows what I'm thinking. I don't. <laughs> Maybe I do, but I, I ask for permission first. So Ashley, the first thing I just need is permission, and I'm going to go look for you in the energy field of the Akashic Records. Do I have permission? Yes, you do. Excellent. Let me find you. Oh, there you are. Wow, you are a bright light, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful opening. I just want to feel into the opening of you. Hmm, beautiful, beautiful. There's a lot of sun around you. Very, very few times do I see a huge like ray of light behind somebody, the way I'm seeing it right now in your energy field. That's in my third eye. So, Ashley, questions? Yeah, so I know that you work a lot with careers, but I actually have something that has been plaguing my mind a lot. And so I have, I inherited a house from my mom in Kansas. And my mom inherited it from my grandma, her mother. And it's been in the house, on, the house has only been in our family. Um, and I'm obviously in Massachusetts. And this house has been standing empty since 2014, October of 2014. And it, it's been really hard for me to let go. Um, I don't want to. I've, I've struggled with this and I've been wanting, I found, I have fa a family friend that found some really good renters and they seem delightful. I've talked to them and I just want to know if this is the right path of going forward. Um, and yeah, what is, and also just kind of like the path of the house in general and me with this house and family. Right, right. Let me take a peek at this. This is very heartwarming to me as I look at this house because I can see the kindness of care that's been given and the, the joy of the livelihood of this house. There was a lot of activity, a lot of joy. Um, did somebody, did you say your grandfather built it or? Yeah, my, my great grandfather built it. That's who I'm seeing into. Let me take a, t a, a little look at this. <laughs> so I'm with your great-grandfather. Sometimes, especially in business with business questions, I also have the mediumship capacity uh, because my skills are highly developed. So guess who's here? Oh, my mom? Nope, no, your my grandfather. Gran my grand, mm -hmm. And I've never even met any of my yep. So he's very humble. He's kind of like a... I feel like he's very farmish, like I see overalls on him, a uh, very humble man, a uh, very strong, like he seems rather strapping, like strong, strong body. But you know what he's saying to me? He went like this. He had something in his teeth and he went like this. 
and so what that meant is if you can't see i'm on the radio obviously he flicked his hand like "Ah, why are you so worried about this he does he's the one that first lived in the house and he doesn't have an overly invested interest in it for you meaning that you don't need to worry about it if you want it you can keep it and renting is the highest and the best it's not meant to be alone or left alone. No home is. And that's the one thing that he said is he wants to see joy and laughter in the house. As long as there's joy and laughter in the house and it's not causing any strife for anybody financially, then that's a good fit. He wants to see children in the house. That's interesting because the person who wants to rent is pregnant. And yeah, he wants happy. to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's going to have, I think I see a little girl for them, but they're going to have more children. And I think that they're a really good fit for the house. Children are welcome in that house, meaning that's what the whole, that's why he, he built it is to grow a family. And now here, the family's here, you know, really honoring his space. So you're doing a great job. And please, if you ever do feel the need to give it up, it's perfectly fine too. I understand, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> the sentiment. No, it, no, it feels, no, it, that feels good. And it feels, because there's been so much heaviness in this house. And, and like my grandma's like dying wish was like to keep it in the family. And it's just like, well, then why did I end up at, with it in Massachusetts? Um, <laughs> like, why am I like, so like, why is, why, why am I the chosen one? Well, um, what was your grandmother's first name? Um, well, we called her Esther. I called her Nanny, but her real first name was Evelyn. Evelyn Esther. She's a pip. She has a lot of the energy, kind of like you. I really like the energy around her. It's very similar to she's kind of pippy. Like she, um, she has a lot of energy, man. She could clean a house in a day, even if it was big. She was she had a lot of energy. <laughs> right? She could. But here's what I do see about her is she feels very ambivalent too now. Um, on this earth, that was her her sun and her moon. But now that she's in a different space, she realizes it's just a house. Her sun and her moon came with her to the other side. You know, her life or consciousness came with her and the memories came with her. The house doesn't hold all of that. She didn't realize that when she was like, I want to, you know, this to be in the family. So she too has kind of let gently go. So nobody on the other side feels overly invested except that the house be happy and that it be filled with children and love. Yeah, no, that's, that's helpful. And I guess my other question on, still related to this, this is kind of my my generational stuff that comes up is um how there was a lot of emotions around my mom getting the house and now me having this house and the family wasn't always extremely happy about this and they have a lot of emotions towards the house um and i guess you know how do i like how do i guess how do i go about communicating with them how do i do do i or how do I, is it, is it my job to help them heal around this? No, actually, it, it isn't. You ended up with it for a reason. Everything in life happens for a reason. You ended up with this for a reason. You were, you're a good caregiver for the house. That's their issues. And here's what the issue is, really. A little bit about money and a little bit about significance. And you can't, right? (laughs) So you can't change those two things for them. I mean, if you wanted to sell the house and divide up the money, but if you ended up with it, 
Mm -mm. That's yours. That's so interesting because I had my the elderly aunt was like, you could sell the house and divide up the money. Mm -mm, but you were meant to have it. It was yeah. it was yours. You don't have to do that. No, and it's interesting. I, I'm glad that you said that because I, I always said to myself, I'm like, I can't make my grandma love them. Nope. Like, that, that's, that has to come from, from them. And, like, you, they have to tease that out. Well, also, they did some contributing factors as to why they didn't get the house. So that's their <laughs> karma, my love. Not yours to deal with, Ashley. So, just, you know, go ahead. Tell them to go on over there. That's you know yeah. if they wanted some of the possessions in the house is sentimental value you can pull out one little thing for each person and give it to them if you wanted to again not your responsibility yeah um i guess the other question i have is is there any generational past life stuff that i'm currently working through and like what is that um Yes, hold on a second. There is a woman. Is did your? I don't know how to. I'm going to ask you questions. If you feel comfortable, answer them. If you don't, that's fine. I feel like there's an auntie on your mom's side. Is there an aunt on your? Like your mother has a sister, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's a big karmic circle with her, and she kind of triggers you. I think. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, this is on the radio, right? No, <laughs> you don't so have to answer. No, no, you're no, no, they're not listening, so it's fine. <laughs> but she's a real trigger. I feel like she was one of those those kids in back in another lifetime that always kind of put a thorn in the mix. And I feel like she's still here. And I feel like you have this sweetness about you and she kind of has these little daggers that kind of throw at you energetically. Uh, there's no way she can harm you. You're very protected. But I do feel like there's this push and pull of energy. In the Akashic Records I'm channeling right now, there's about 8 to 12 parameters when we release a block. There's like past lies. There's uh, genetics. There's uh, genetics all the way back through time. There's implants. I see that there's some things in there. Uh, this is too quick of a time to pull out the blocks. But if you ever need any help, Ashley, just recontact me. We can go through a live clearing. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Um, and I, the other question, I, I, I actually, I started writing questions when I was listening to him. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to have questions, but I have <laughs> so many questions. I always have thought or that I had some intu intuitive skills and I've been told by tarot readers and different things of that I do have certain skills and I've had interesting hairy eye moments that I think I blocked when I was a child because it freaked my parents out. Um, and so I think I just completely shut it off, but I have very, um, Caroline knows this. I have very psychic dreams. I have, I have a very active dream life. And so there's always something that I feel like, a pull, and I—I I don't know whether. I do. Is there something? Oh, okay, let me go there. <laughs> yes, please. I go. usually get a drop in right away. I already knew. Uh, I already knew in the beginning what we were going to talk about with the house. I actually mentioned a property <laughs> before did. we got on the radio. I'm like, I if you want to ask about properties, and she looked at me. But here's what um. Here's what I see about your intuitive abilities. When I met you uh, a few moments ago, I already knew that about you. Some of the reasons why you're so good at doing what you do is because you're always using your intuition in your business. 
Next month, I'm actually doing a training. If you're interested, Ashley, uh, reach out after the radio show. I'm doing a training on how to read your Akashic Records, and I only do it once a month. And I do it in my Totally Woo program. If you want that, let me know, because I'd really like to see you, of all people, um, you're really, really already using it so why not know how to use it so you can get better at it because you're already exercising your muscle i'd love to put you in the right direction so that you're using it more precisely because you're very good at it so so it is there it's not you're using it i see you using it with your clients okay Mm. um and i guess that's kind of this is a good segue into it's it's i don't have a question of is this career right for me I know it is like I'm doing my life's work. It's beautiful. I love the work I'm doing. So that that's, that's not even a question, but I do wonder, you know, I've, there's certain things that I have tried, like, like, you know, I've always thought about like, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to start a podcast, or, but I always feel like blocked. Like I start getting momentum and I feel blocked and, and, and it's, I love the work I do. So it's not that I want to change that, but I'm like, should, it's kind of like, should I be doing more? Mm-hmm. Yes, you should be here. here yes, <laughs> absolutely. So here's, I mean, I, I, I've spent almost 3000 hours in the Akashic records and I see this every single, uh, every single day. If I'm reading five clients, I see the same thing. When we go into the field of the Akashic Records to release blocks, guess, Ashley, where the highest and best block usually is around this stuckness? Probably around like success and failure. It's about self-worth and feeling full and loved. Once we believe and we self-love and we feel that we're worthy of all that is, we start transitioning. And I believe for you, the more you use your intuition, the quicker you're going to transition. So, for example, I was just in Maui, and uh, I, I, my, my book will be coming out in September, and I had to get a picture, you know, for my book cover. When I had my picture taken, it was by the same for- photographer, and this is for you, Ashley, the same photographer and the same makeup artist. I posted those side by side. They were almost five years apart. And everybody on Facebook was like, oh, my God, you're reverse aging. So what's happening in the Akashic Records is it's an infinite space of healing. And so the more I'm in the records, the more I'm offering healings, the more I'm healing and the more I expand. And this is what I believe. Like, you know, I worked at a university for 30 years. I resisted reading for 25 years. Why did I do that? I didn't think I was worthy. Who am I to write a book? Who am I to read for multi-million dollar business owners? I, I, was, I worked at a university with a university salary. But here's the thing. That's an infinite space of knowledge, wisdom. So as you step into this energy field, you start growing naturally. You don't even notice it. So when we're blocked, there's something from our past, sorry, either our past life or something in this life, and it usually boils down to worthiness. So, yes, I I see it all the time. Once we get rid of those things, meaning you say that you want rid of them, I'm just a conduit. You're the actual one doing the work. I just know where to take you and say, okay, here's the door, and you walk through it. So, I want to always give my business owners the permission to know that they are the ones that are changing 
and creating the change, I'm literally just holding space for them. I'm not the one doing it. Once you say yes to you in the world of intuition, you start to transition and transform into your higher purpose. No, that makes, yeah, it's it's, because I guess that really is like, that's my next question was what barriers and beliefs do I have to overcome? And that would be my, my worth. Right. Let me show you what that looks like. So I'm going to wiggle my hands and at the very top of my zoom screen, I'm wiggling one hand. When we come to this earth, we have already set our mission and our purpose. And you, my love, are supposed to work with people in an intimate way. And you already do. So this is our highest and best self. But guess what happens down here? And now I'm wiggling my hand to the bottom part of the screen. We've had injuries, the hairy eyeball moments, no you can't moments, right? Or failures when we got up to bat and didn't hit that strike, you know, didn't hit that ball. So we have some injuries and some wounds. What you can see with my hands right now, I've stopped both of them, is there's a gap. So imagine two parallel roads, but getting unstuck, you're trying to get on the high road. Once we release this gap, this block, look what happens. Now I'm vibrating both hands with the space in between, and now I'm starting to match up my fingertips. And it's creating from elbow to elbow the sustainable platform to build a business off of. That's what the power source is. That's where the juice is at in your superpower of intuition. And I believe once you release that gap, and you might do it just through awareness now, you might not even need me. Once you have the awareness that there's something about worthiness, are you worthy of this? They already said yes. (laughs) So go do it. Yeah. It's that simple. That's right. I love that that a lot. So I just want to give you guys uh, just a couple more minutes um, to wrap up before we uh, transition into the next segment. So I just wanted to give you guys a a couple. Thank you. And I also want to make sure that everybody gets their superpower quiz so that you know what type of intuition that you is your primary resource. Because when I start teaching people about their intuition, they say, well, gee, I can't see anything, but you might not be a seer, but you might be a knower. So I, uh, I'll tell you later if anybody's interested about my superpower quiz so that you'll know, Ashley, what type of superpower you have. And guess what? Some of the challenges that you have, some of the gifts that you have. So if you'd like to know about that, let me know. No, I love that. And I guess my, my last question would be is like, is there, I don't know whether this is something that can be answered, but is there any messages that my spirit guides ha- like have for me? or? Oh, yes. There's lot- this or family, because I have a lot of family that are in the spirit world. Well, I feel like this is a guide. Um, This person felt like it came out of one of the sparkles of the light that you are. So this feels like a little angel, a little cherub, a little guide. And what they're saying is that you are so kind and you're so sweet, and they want to invite you to use your voice even more. Meaning, say your truth more often. They say you hold back just enough that it causes some of that stuckness, like that opportunity, right? It's like right there. And all you have to do is say yes and step into it. And you're like, but maybe I'm going to wait for a moment. And then that opportunity kind of moves through you until the energy comes back into your energy field. And then maybe you'll step into it. Maybe you don't. What that's doing for your business and your life is it's just keep not 
it's not letting you be in full bloom. Your rose bush is there. The bud is on the is on the bush. The sun is gently kissing it, and it wants you to open up. Basically, they're just saying be more expansive and more open to your yeses or both, please. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. No, I always yeah, I always feel like I, I that's this momentum I have, and then it like fades away. And and I also think I realize that I do enjoy working for myself. Yes. Um. So that no that. This has been very, very helpful. Thank you so much. It's been such Thank an you. honor. Now I close your records. So um, sometimes I get a final uh, message. So I'm closing your records now. Is your mom on this side or did you say it was your grandmother that's on the other side? My mom and my grandma. Okay, your mom came through. Then that's okay. She said she's she's so proud of you and she said... I'm so proud of the way you've handled things with the house. I know it hasn't been easy. And she's kind of apologizing gently. She says, I know that this at times was a burden, but you honored her wishes and she is grateful that you listened. And it's very emotional for her. She's starting to cry because she really feels you. She said, she's like, honey, you, you've got this. Like you worry so much stop worrying so much about this. It's only a house. She said, I didn't have the perception that I had until I'm where I'm at. And she said, whatever you need, do it. Never let this be a burden or strife or family discord. She said, none of it is worth it for brick. That sounds like my mom. <laughs> Thank you. That's that. Yeah, that's, I know I, I have a feeling that she is with me way more than I think she is. She doesn't leave you. She, she, <laughs> she, she's a mom. Like, she's one of those moms that's like, you need this side of your mouth, like, dabbed? Okay, and then I'm going to dab this side, too. Like, she was just very spot-on, full-spectrum mom. And, she, I mean, she watches your whole life, and she's just really beautiful. Do you have any children yet? No. Do you want children? I don't think so. Yeah, she's talking a little bit about that. Sorry. Is she not happy about that? <laughs> She's not not happy, but I see a little girl that she wants to come. If you want the child to come, she see I see a little girl and she's so precious. And um, she's just saying, if you want this child, the child can come to you at the right time. She said, but she would never put that pressure on anybody, especially her daughter that she loves so much. She's just showing me this child's quite lovely. And um, this child will support you in your elderly years. And I really like that about this little girl. She's just so sweet. And if you choose not to have this little girl, it doesn't, it, it can happen on the other side. This lifetime is but a sneeze. So don't feel any pressure about that. I'm just showing you what she is showing me. And she's, it's with kindness and love. No, it makes so. sense. She's, I'm an only child, and she had me later in life, so it makes a lot of sense. And she always said, she's just like, I, whatever you want. Like, I was a blessing to her, but she's like, I would have been just as happy without you, too. <laughs> that's just how my mom was. Yeah, that's how she felt, too. Although, once you came along, yes. you were are her son and moon, and you still are her son and moon, and she just doesn't leave you. She will come and get you. Someday, you'll be lying there in bed, an old woman, and she will be right standing next to you, and she'll gently bring you to the other side. That's a, that's a beautiful vision. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, my love. All right. 
And so, well, thank you, Ashley. Um, you're welcome to hang out for the rest of the interview, or if you, you know, want to take your time and, and integrate some of that in your own space, that's you're you're welcome to do that. Um, and um, of course, thank you, Candice, for bringing us through such a, a cool reading and giving us a little bird's eye view of what um, what kind of happens and sort of that that emotional and really kind of spiritual stuff that um, that has the potential for um, you know really make helping us make decisions. Well, and think about that. This was only 15 minutes. Yeah. Those were some really significant questions and insights, I believe. And, um, you know, it's it's so powerful to be able to transition life so quickly in this space. Absolutely. You know, and so we, so we just finished a reading. And, um, you know, I, I guess, like, you know, what what is a really, like, when you kind of do these readings, like, how do you really... Let me take a step back. You know, we have these sort of like individual Akashic records access to this. And then on kind of a collect, do people, are people working through things on a collective level as well? Because, you know, right now in our country, things are insane. There's so much change happening. And it's like, you know, individually we're, we're processing. But like, I guess, can you tell us a little bit about your perspective on what's, what the, how the Akashic records can kind of help us on a collective level? Oh, wow. This is such a great question. <laughs> what time do, are we completely done? So I, I, we, we have, uh, it right up until the top of the hour. So, okay. Yeah. Here, here I go. <laughs> All Hold right. On to your seat, everybody. <laughs> so here's my personal belief. I've spent almost 3000 hours working with business entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that have come to me making $32,000 a month. And after three years, some of them are making upwards in $125,000 a month. And so it's like, why is this growing? So I started to do some research, like, why is this growing for one individual person and for several others? So what I decided to do is I realized that the collective conscious, the collective consciousness is a group of people together. And when we open the Akashic records as a collective conscious, guess what happens? We still grow at the same rate as an individual session because we're getting our insights. And here's what's super cool. I have this program called Totally Woo. So it's CandiceHaza.com, Totally Woo. And the woo is creating windows of opportunity and business alignment through the use of intuition. So when my clients now come to me as a collective consciousness, I didn't know if they would get the same results. So I really paid attention. So everybody's allowed to ask multiple questions. Guess what happens? What? <laughs> People will say... The question I asked, it was a great answer, but guess where I really learned what I needed? It was from so-and-so's question. And so what starts happening is because we're all energy beings, we're all vibrating in this energy field of the Akasha, that as we transition, we're almost like pulling each other up. So the more people that I work with at the same time, the higher the vibration and the energy gets. And so that's what I found in the Akashic Records. What's happening right now is there's been so much change in our world. We've never had to sit down, shut up all across the world, or we weren't allowed to do anything or be anything. Now, as this world's waking up, our identity has changed. And so what's happening is businesses aren't landing the way they were. People aren't feeling in alignment with who they are. 
Like, for example, I'm very social. I'm getting nervous about going back into the world, not because of the disease that, you know, is out there type of thing, but I was getting nervous because putting myself out there in a different way, I became more recluse, more using my internal self. So my identity changed. So what I saw was there was a few components. Number one, releasing our blocks, making sure that we're aligned with our soul values, connecting and learning about our quantum leap blueprint for wealth, learning how to read our own Akashic records and to create an annual revenue goal and to monitor it for each quarter. So I created this program that has all of those functions, and I think that that's what was needed because our identities changed. And to get to the next level, here's where we were. And Ashley and I talked about this too, and she wants to be here with maybe a book or something else. And so I created this ladder to bridge the gap between where we are or where we were before this world changed and where we want to be. Always remember, hold on to your next compelling future. That is one of the other bridgeways. So I hope that answered the question. Yes, very much so. And, you know, as as kind of people are, you know, helping helping each other up, it's just simply by doing our own thing and aligning with our own kind of soul values and opening the space of the Akashic Records. That's that's kind of how, is that my understanding? Is that correct? Well, first of all, our unconscious mind has internal drivers. And so combining our life force energy, who our life force energy is, and combining our soul values is one of the first, I call them like jet pool, jet packs, like putting your jet pack on. Once you are able to control your where you're going, because now you know what your top value is. My top value before the pandemic was mastery and excellence. Now that would be a very low quality to have because everything can close at any given moment. Things are transitioning. And so my next highest value showed up and it was vitality. Before that, when I started this business, my highest value was freedom. Because like Ashley was saying, I don't work for anybody anymore. That's a freedom. And so that's what I was striving to do. So in combination with all the step ladders, each each one of these things that I offer in the Totally Woo is one ladder step wrong, the next ladder step wrong, plus we're all together as a collective conscious. So in combination with the program and the energy fields and the collective conscious, I just see people expanding. It's just expanding and growing. Mm. So it's just been fascinating to watch this concept come to life and to align. I didn't expect this to happen. That's amazing. So, so you might be asking, like, what's my intuitive style? We all have them, right? Do you want to know what your intuitive styles are? If you do, I created something that's a gift. Is it all right to share my gift? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you go to www.candacehaza.com, forward slash superpower. What you're going to do is you're going to get your own intuitive business quiz and you're going to learn how you process your intuition, how accessing intuition already shows up in your business, right, Ashley? And you're going to learn how to optimize your intuition, how you already serve your clients and your greatest challenges. If you think that that will be a value for you, go on and capture the quiz. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. So that's Candice Haza backslash.com backslash, dot com backslash superpower. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. And um, are you on social media at all? Or what's the easiest way for people to generally find find you in your work? I have an intuitive business Facebook group and I have a lot of free meditations. I just did an intuitive uh, expansion series and that's all free. So please go and capture, go onto the intuitive business Facebook group and join and you'll have all these resources that are free. I really am committed to helping this world grow. Until I put my head down on that final resting pillow, I'd like to be able to influence 1 million people until the day that I'm on the other side. So it's a pretty lofty goal. I'm I think gonna you're going to exceed that. I, I, have, <laughs> I think you're, you're going to be aiming for three or five or seven. So <laughs> Oprah, cool. do you hear that, girlfriend? <laughs> Super Soul Sunday. Here I come. <laughs> That's right. Please. Um, so, and uh, what was my last thing? Oh, uh, do you have any last words of wisdom that you would like to throw out into the universe? Yes, I do. Just one more thing I want to say. If you have had a family member that has passed, I just want to let you know that they're right next to you. They're giving you guidance. And so if you feel these little spidey senses, if you're missing somebody and you're starting to feel sad, don't go into the sad, go into the glad, because when somebody's trying to connect to you, one of the spirits, like one of the people that you've loved, the minute you start crying, it's really hard to keep their vibration up. So what you do is you think of the funniest thing that ever happened in your relationship. And what that's going to do is help you to connect even better to those that you love that are on the other side that are so excited to connect with you. I love that. I think that's such good, good wisdom to be. How, how do we, you know, I know that sometimes those tears and those, you know, obviously we can choose some emotions and things like that. So when we're, when we're on the verge of tears to try to think of the positive, like things that really made us laugh instead. <laughs> I know. One time my aunt, she's on the other side and I couldn't get a hold of her. And one day I was doing something a little bit bad and um, she's like, I see you. And I'm like, really aunt Lenny, this is when you come. <laughs> So the next time she came in the car, I'm like, guess what? You have to put a seatbelt on. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not. I'm like, then I'm going to pull over because I could hear her so loudly. I'm like, I was kind of like jokingly punishing her because she hated to wear seatbelts. That's really like, funny. If you're going to sit here and talk to me in the car, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, we are coming to the top of the hour. And, you know, Candace, thank you so much for sharing your work and your passion and, you know, giving us a, a live reading so we can really try to understand a little bit deeper about your process and, and how this can really affect us and others. Um, so, so thank you for making a little bit of time for, um, for our show on Energy Matters here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Have a great day, everyone. Absolutely. Um, and if you're just tuning in, um, you're listening to Energy Matters on Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM. And um, if you're just catching the end of this interview and you want to catch the rest of it, uh, you can always go back on to reikinorthampton.com backslash radio dash archives and catch it 
Or if you're a podcast listener, you can always go on to the Energy Matters podcast. And you're going to have to look for the Starburst logo because there's another Energy Matters podcast out there. Um, But uh, this episode will, again, be up in about a week. So definitely go check that out um, and hear the the full, complete interview if you um, are just tuning in towards the end. Um, So thank you again, Ashley and Candice, for being here on the show today. All right. So have a great uh, afternoon, everyone, and be well.